All right, 4.15 here on the Blitz 1170. We have Colin Kennedy coming up at the 5 o'clock hour from Sooners Illustrated. We've got a snack for you at the uh, 4.45 mark of this hour as we take you into that top of the hour 5 o'clock conversation with Colin here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We have ourselves a Bedlam game coming up on Saturday. We touched on that off the top, uh, but I want to play some of Mike Boynton here from earlier today on where Oklahoma State is at right now mentally and what this game actually means for Oklahoma State heading into Saturday. This is a big game, and for many people, this this could be the last time we play them in this building. We don't know that. Yeah. Uh, there's a chance we could see them in a conference tournament. We don't know that. Uh, so knowing how much it means to our fans for us to to play well against them, seeing what our football team did and how much that meant to everybody. That needs to be something in the back of our minds as we prepare. But when the game starts, we have to have a sense of calm and execution the way we did last night to close out the game, knowing that emotion won't win you the game. It can get you there in terms of being excited to play, but execution, toughness, rebounding, making your free throws and taking care of the basketball, those will be the things that give you the best chance to come out with the result you want. Is a talking point for your team and as you prepare going into the game, the fact that you went to Norman, you shot 30%, and you could have easily won the game. Do you, do you bring that up? Yes, yes. It's something we've talked about. We talked about it coming out of the game. We were 11 for 33 on layups in that game. Oof. Wow. I think Javon was one for nine, you know, a guy who usually is pretty good at finishing in there. So, yes, we need to talk about that because that's really what impacted the game. And so we need to fix those things. We need to have the emotional intelligence to play the right way with the right kind of energy, but we need to execute better. We got to make our free throws. We got to screen. They're a really physical team. Uh, they really defend the three well. And so, how do we negate that and give ourselves the best chance to come out with a win, a, a home against our rival, maybe for the last time? You know, when we played the clip from Mike Gundy the other day, where he said he was in the grocery store and <laughs> it's where he dropped the bomb on the air. It's like, you know, a lot of people 65 and older came up to me and they don't give a bleep about anything, but we're saying, well, at least we won the last one. I, it's probably not quite to that same level, right, in terms of basketball, but the great unknown, I still think, kind of hangs over this, and we're finally here, finally to the point where there's finality in a way, unless they meet in the conference tournament, which... Um, I mean, Oklahoma State's going to have to go on a hell of a run in order for, for that to happen. But still, like this is it. This is seemingly it. Probably not as much impact football-related-wise, but uh, it's still kind of a mind you-know-what to think about heading into Saturday. And he's right. It will only take you so far into that game on just the raw emotion, the energy Could that's in that really- building. Oh, sorry, Scott. Um you still have to find a way to go and do what we've done over the last couple of weeks, and that is hit free throws, or last couple of games, hit free throws, and grind out wins at the end of the game. That's what got them that victory last night. Yeah, I mean, neither one of these teams right now are necessarily, you know, basketball uh, juggernauts, but they're not basketball it's Bedlam, Jones, right? And and while the stakes aren't aren't as big as football, I mean, nobody wants to lose bragging rights to the rival especially with the unknown of the future and like i'm i'm of the opinion we will see future basketball matchups i'm i am as well i don't know what it looks like i don't know if it's you know meeting like an okc or tulsa 
during the non-conference portion of the year or you know if you do get home matchups or how any of that works out but I'm of the opinion we will see this basketball series again in the near future but until then I mean you got to feel like you know it's it's going to mean a lot to both fan bases to say they got the last one I'm looking right now at bracketology from Lenardi. It came out 40-something minutes ago. And I'm just intrigued to see. Um, and, I, I mean, I think all of us, a couple of weeks ago when we started talking about bracketology and we looked up and we were like, oh, damn, Lenardi's got Oklahoma as a sixth seed at that point. And I don't, I don't know why. I just don't necessarily view them as sixth seed. I think the conference as a whole has kind of cracked the code to the net rankings, which is important now, way more important than it's ever been before for the conference tournament. But I was just, uh, you know, keeping an eye on this. Bubble teams right now, Nebraska, Northwestern, Virginia, Nevada. Last four in, Seton Hall, Providence, A&M, Gonzaga. And with that loss last night, Cincinnati has now gone from first four out to next four out. I mean, we're not... At, at a point yet where we're keeping an eye like on Oklahoma, are we? They're they're far yes. away from the bubble, or am I just am I mistaken with that? I think we are. I look at how they're playing, and I think if you look at what their schedule looks like ahead, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that they don't pile up some L's down the stretch. Yeah, I think that every single game the rest of the way is important for them. Hmm. That's intriguing. I mean, they, they had two losses that row out of Baylor and Kansas. What does the rest of Oklahoma's basketball schedule look like? So Oklahoma State, boy, my God. Iowa State and then Houston. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should reconvene after yeah. that Saturday in March where you're staring down the barrel of a five-game losing streak. This is a big one for them on Saturday because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, think that they're beating, not that they can't, but I, I'm not picking them to beat Iowa State or Houston. Haven't they had moments down the stretch in the last couple of years or so where they've had a massive win at home against a top-ranked team? Didn't that happen like a few years ago? They're kind of calm the nerves a little bit of everyone. But, man, I've watched Houston now a couple of times in a row. God, what a bunch of just monsters that that Houston is. And everyone's going to be all celebratory because Kelvin's back in the building and then you go play that. Like, don't yeah. celebrate too long having to play that team because they <laughs> – it, it might take a tow truck to pull the basketball shoe out of your backside by the time that they're done working you over. Cincinnati at home is the most winnable game remaining on their schedule. And then finish out and then with they Texas. close things out on the road against Texas. Yeah. They lost to Texas by 15 in Norman. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, I, that's, a, that's a stretch where I don't think you can take it for granted that that goes a certain way, and we are having discussions about them very much being in danger of – the NCAA tournament. Lenardi, by the way, still has nine teams in from the Big 12 Conference right now. 
at one point ten, but Cincinnati's been hanging on the outside, and a, and a yeah. win like that, or excuse me, a loss like that. As much as we can sit here and talk about how much better Oklahoma State's playing, the national perspective was, my God, you just had a, a, a quad three loss on your home floor. That just can't happen. So interesting for sure. More so in the case of uh, Oklahoma and what they could potentially be looking at towards the uh, stretch here of Big 12 play. All right, it's 423. Try to get back on track here for just a bit. Take a timeout live from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios here on the Blitz 1170. The Oilers have a big weekend coming up and with some big news as well from the Oilers coming up next month that we will talk about uh, here on the Blitz 1170 as well with what they're doing here within the community. But uh, don't forget that Friday night is adult jersey giveaway night on February 23rd. Then on the 24th, it's Bedlam and 918 night, which Bedlam plays at 4 p.m. And then the Oilers will play at 7.05 and then Family Fun Day. Brought to you by the News on 6 and us here at the Blitz 1170. A post-game skate where you can go down and skate with your family and players after their game is over on Sunday, February 25th. By the way, that puck drops at 4.05 there against Idaho for the Family Fun Day Sunday. This is the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.